I want to be very size inclusive. I always say two to 22 is the size range because, you know, we come in all shapes, we come in all sizes, and everybody wants to look great. Everybody wants to feel good. Everybody wants to wear cool clothes, you know? Yes. Hello and welcome to Leading Ladies, Past, Present, and Future, an interview podcast produced by Heap Entertainment that champions the stories and careers of women in entrepreneurship and entertainment. I'm Antoinette Westcott, your host, here with my co-host, Renee L. Page. Hi! (laughs) On our show, we speak to women who have trailblazed a path and carved out a space for themselves within industries, industries that don't traditionally afford them a seat at the table. Through these conversations, we hope to inspire our listeners like you to pursue the career you want while making sure you have the right resources and advice to help you succeed. This week, we have Monica Cargyle joining us. Monica is a fashion stylist based out of Los Angeles, known for her savvy approach to fashion with her high profile clientele for red carpet events, award shows, TV, runways, editorial shoots, you name it, she's there. Monica has been featured in Wonderland, Essence, and Billboard. She has worked on collaborations with MAC Cosmetics, Oakley, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, the list goes on. And using her fashion and style empowerment, Monica has been successful in leveraging her platform to partner with brands in order to facilitate speaking engagements and other podcast shows. Uh, Welcome to the podcast, Leading Lady. Thank you, ladies, for having me. I'm so excited to be here with you. Yes, excited to have you. Well, we're honored to have you. I love your jacket. That's like just- Thank you. You know, I had to do a little something for the leading ladies today. <laughs> I love it. I want one. I want one. Yeah, <laughs> I know. It's like a leopard, a pink leopard. Yeah, it's like pink and red. And then the little sleeve oh. gives you a little razzle dazzle. Oh, nice. I, I would that. never have thought to flip up. See, that's why you're the stylist. That's you why she's a stylist. <laughs> right. Yeah, we need to be styled by you next. Yeah, I would love to. I'm struggling. <laughs> no, no. We just, you know, we do a little sprinkle. Yes. So yeah. you and me, so you need to come and help us. So yeah. I know I need help. I'm there. Yeah, I I'm there. Yep. <laughs> what got you into like think, you know, were you always like as a child, like always like doing runways down your so- It's so funny because as a child, I didn't necessarily think about fashion, but I used to be in church and I would sit behind the, you know, adult women and I would like fix their tag. I know I did that. Weird. They're like, what's this little girl doing? But I would fix people's tags. I would tell the ladies, oh, you look so pretty today. And I never thought like, oh, I'm into fashion. I just noticed fashion. Also, my sister would ask me when we were teenagers, like, oh, I need some outfits. Can you just go for me? Like, she trusted me to just go get her outfits. Still, I'm not even thinking fashion. I wanted to be a psychologist, which I use in styling. (laughs) Oh, true. (laughs) Wow. So, yeah, I just 
it, it came natural to me, really how I got into it. I used to work at a small music production company and we had artists on the label and I didn't know styling was a job. I called it imaging. So for photo shoots, for performance, I would say, oh, can I do their imaging? Oh, <laughs> so really? When they I didn't call it out, stylist? It was a... Sorry? They didn't, didn't call it stylist? No, they did. I didn't know what it was called. I had no oh. idea. I just so wanted to like. where did imaging like, come from? Yeah. That was, in my mind, I just thought like, you know, they're portraying an image. So I was like, imaging, that's what I'll do. Oh. So yeah, that's how I got into it. Really just kind of fell into it. You do an awesome job. And I think I remembered, if I'm correct, you styled Jennifer Hudson for one of the Grammys, right? What? Yes, I, that, so that's the funniest story. That was actually my first day ever in the styling world. I um, was assisting a major stylist at the time and it was my first day ever. She brought me along with her. It was Jennifer Hudson. I didn't know who the client was. It was Jennifer Hudson. And was she Jennifer Hudson at the time? Yeah, it was for Dreamgirls. Oh, so, yeah. Oh. Yeah, she was Jennifer Hudson at the time. Um, it was be it was a couple of days before the um, the Oscars. Okay, was the red carpet, and um, she was going to a party, and I had all these gold bangles on, and the stylist turned around, she grabbed my arm, she took all my bangles off, and she put them on Jennifer, um, and that's when I knew I was like, okay, I got this, I I'm meant to do this. <laughs> So what you're saying is, is I should follow you around every day and you should copy your wardrobe. <laughs> Just like two for me. There you go. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. Mm -hmm. and, and then also, memory serves me correct, Stevie Wonder, right? Yes, yes. I styled Stevie Wonder's band. So I traveled with them for maybe five years or so. And um, I styled his band, which was about 13 band members, all different shapes, all different sizes. So that was amazing for me because I really learned how to style anybody, you know? Oh, okay. Have you done men before? Um, yes, yes. Okay. I style men and women and the band was more men than women. <laughs> so I really dove into um dressing men then but yes Stevie Wonder I worked with him and his team for several years how was that though yeah it was so fun I traveled though I I've seen the world wow you know? oh where what all countries did you go oh, to? oh wow okay um I've been to Italy Japan mm -hmm. um France the UK Ireland Morocco. Wow. I know I'm leaving some out. Germany. Mm. Lots. What was your favorite? London. Oh, I fell really? in love with London. You know, they have such great style there. Like, and just for no reason at all, which is why I always say I should have been born in the 50s and 60s when people dressed up, you know, just to go to, to work. To fly. To yeah, get on, exactly. On the airplane, they had their hat. Exactly. Their, I'm like Sunday I best. Miss, <laughs> I miss my time. <laughs> but in London, they dress so well. Like everybody, they're just sharp for no reason. Just going to the pub, to the market. Mm -hmm. <laughs> now, did you like the? Now, are you a fan of Paris? I did. You know, I was only in Paris for 36 hours. 
So I didn't get to see it. You know, like we were there, we had a show. I literally landed, went to dinner, went to sleep, had a show, and then we were off to the next city. Wow. So I need to go back. I'm long overdue. Well, since you've been so many places, what is one of the top ones that you want to go to that you haven't yet? Oh, that I haven't yet. Um, I want to go to Hong Kong. They have, I know their fashion isn't like, you know, New York or Paris or, you know, Italy, but they have some really cool designers and I'm really into indie design, independent designers who do, you know, who aren't necessarily a part of a big house, but they do really cool stuff. Like that's my favorite type of designer. Just really cool. They have that je ne sais quoi, you know, Mm -hmm. it's just something about them that's really just different. Okay, well, I see you going to Hong Kong this year. Yes, <laughs> I claim it, I accept it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, and you grew up in Michigan? LA. Oh, nope, you grew I'm, up in, in LA. LA. Mm-hmm. Okay, Born and you just in went LA. to school in Michigan. Yes, University of Michigan. It's so funny, I had my uh, U of M t-shirt on earlier. <laughs> Earlier wow. today, I had it on. Okay. <laughs> How was it different from growing up in LA and then going to Michigan, Michigan. for school? Oh, it was it was such a drastic change because in LA, we don't really have like real seasons. So yeah. I didn't have a proper coat. I remember in the fall, it was only fall and... I cried. <laughs> I was crying because it was so cold. Oh. And I remember someone turned to me in, in class and they said, oh, honey, <laughs> this is only the beginning. <laughs> so my friends that I met there took me to buy a proper winter coat because I didn't have one. Mm. Oh, my oh, gosh. There's so not- much stuff that I learned going to college. Like you, I recommend everyone going away to college. Agree. <clears throat> like whether it's just five hours away or out of state like you is a real that's hard we I know so many people that got homesick that they went away to college and I only went you know eight hours away like driving okay um yeah and yeah I had the same experience except for I'm from South Florida so it's just hot yeah like we got one season hot and then I went to Tallahassee and it's like it's super cold. It doesn't snow, but Mm -hmm. I don't even own sweatshirts. (laughs) Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Total shock. California people with a little breeze. They're like, oh my God, it's chilly. It's (laughs) so true. Like what? It's like 70 degrees. They're like, oh, it's cold. It's so true. We're so spoiled (laughs) and I'm okay with it. I've accepted the fact and I am okay with it. You guys, when it was like 45 degrees a couple weeks ago, I was so, I was like, this is like Michigan. Why is it so cold? (laughs) Well, that rain. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. The rain. Yeah. Because y'all not used to the rain and and that's why I came here because it doesn't rain. Right, right, right. I always, even though I'm from LA, I always say people in LA cannot drive in the rain. I don't know what the problem, either they're way too fast or way too slow. Like they cannot drive in the rain. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Y'all can't drive. 
It's true. Vent Bay. Oh, day. <laughs> See, because I drove on ice and snow, so I got it like I can handle rain. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You got out. Yeah. You got well, the experience. Yeah. I'm from Baltimore, so we got rain, snow, yeah. sleep. All of Name it. Name it. We got it. So right. Yeah. You can handle it. yourself in these streets. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> yes. So you are an entrepreneur yes. because you have your own business doing styling, right? Yeah. So, but you also have your real estate license. So what came first? Yes. Were, were so, you already doing real estate? No, styling definitely came first. Um, my dad has been a realtor, a broker for 40 years and he always taught me, like, you need to buy, you know, some unit, you know, just kind of teaching me the game. But I was not listening. Oh, no. Um, but now I'm like, you know, styling's not going to last forever. I need to, mm -hmm. you know. So I got my license, but I really am interested in investing. Yeah. And I feel like having my license is just like a nice cherry on top because I can then mm. do my own deals. And, you know, my dad having been in the business for so long, just kind of like learn. So it's I'm I recently got my license. So, you know, I'm oh, like, it's new. Yeah. Yeah. How hard was it? It. <sighs> So only 40% of people pass the real estate exam on their first try. I passed mm -hmm. on my first try. Oh, cool. Oh, nice. Um, Congrats. That's why I asked. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. It was, it was a lot. I see why so many people don't pass. It's not that it's necessarily hard, but there's so much information. Mm -hmm. And you're only asked 150 questions, but you have to know you know what I mean? You have to know yeah. so much information. So. Yeah. What's imagine. like the hardest part about it? Like what's the information that makes it so difficult to pass? Um, I think it's just having to know so much. You know what I mean? It's not to me. It wasn't that any subject was necessarily difficult. It was just you have to know so much. They're only going to act ask you this part but you literally have to know like my hands can't even show you how much you have to know because they can ask you anything mm. Mm. it was on paper or um computer it was on computer and so when you finished did it grade you at the end and you knew yes. wow. i found out that so within 10 minutes of passing okay. i mean 10 minutes of finishing the exam i you I said it right 10 minutes of passing yes right <laughs> <laughs> yeah so yeah, I'm excited. I'm really excited to, you know, delve into that world. Oh, yeah, because uh, I was just on the uh, phone with, um, you know, starting the process to buy investment property. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, my God, this is so daunting. And Eric made it like he was like, oh, you're pre-approved. I was like, oh, really? I'm, like, I'm not even ready to go. We was like, we, you know, went through the things. He did what we needed to do. Yeah. Asked me the questions. And I had to write stuff down. I was like, wait a minute, you know, 45% this and this, 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 you know, as far as with the debt to ratio. He was like, yeah. great, you did it. So it was just so much stuff. Just with that hour that I was speaking with him, I can imagine yeah. You have to know everything yes. because I had to write notes. I was like, can I afford it? <laughs> you know, so, but I was excited and I was like, I ain't 
ready. <laughs> he said, yeah. well, you know, he said the letter, he said, you got four months to do what you need to. And he was like, keep everything the same. Yes. Right. Very important. Yep. He said, don't go out and buy the Aston Martin, Miss Page. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So he was like, keep what you're doing. He said, because that, at, what do you say? Four months. Then we got to go back and do it again. Right. I was like, we're going to have to do it again because I ain't ready. I'm not ready. (laughs) But it's good for you to know, you know, what what range you can start looking at. And, you know, if you wanted to go higher, if you needed to do anything on your end as far as, you know, saving more or whatever credit score. What You know, it's just good to know where you're at. Because he was like, what are you looking for? He said, what range? Right. He was like 500, 600. I said, 50,000. I said, find me something about 50,000. <laughs> <laughs> he said, you want to be here? He said, well, you're going back to Baltimore. <laughs> right, exactly. That's what I was thinking, like, in Tennessee? No, I said, 50,000. I, 50, I said, that's it. 50,000. Right. Because <laughs> yeah. he said, 5% of whatever it is, because he, he said it's two programs, 5%, 10%. I said, mm-hmm. 50,000. I said, I can work with that. Yeah. I said, I'm going to go. I said, I'm going to call Antoinette because he said, if you don't have it, you can borrow it. So I'm going to call Antoinette. I'm going to call Joe. Yeah, Maria. Joe. I'm going to call Maria. Definitely Nancy. And then now you, Monica. Nancy is not going to answer your call now. So I said, yeah, because he said, as long as you, they said that they're going to loan it to you, you can use that as your deposit, mm-hmm. 5%, and then your closing costs. I was like, closing costs? Mm-hmm. Like, what? Oh, I said I'm, so, but yes. yeah, I could imagine taking an exam because yes. I would have failed. <laughs> no, you wouldn't have. Well, you're trying to take the LSAT, or no, you're going to law school, Renee. Yes. That's even harder. So yes, it is. Yeah, yeah it is. But uh, it's gonna be press. <laughs> the bar exam for California is it's the, the hardest. hardest. The yeah. hardest. Yes. Yeah. So I know you could do it, Renee. I thanks. know you can. Thanks for the vote of confidence. Yes. But when I go to take it, I ain't telling nobody. No. <laughs> no. You go find, that's after you come back from a retreat and you right. come that, back. Oh, and then they right. send, me, send me the information. Then I'll tell y'all. Right. After you pass. Exactly. That's what I did for the NCLEX. Like when I went to take the NCLEX, I was like, oh my God. And then next thing I know, I was uh, working as a student nurse and it was like in the middle of the night. And something said, go ahead and check, you know, whatever. And then I checked and I got it. it actually, they sent me the letter. So that's what it was back then. So I was oh, like, no. yes. Oh, no, you oh, had to no. wait in the mail. Yes, that's what it was. Uh-huh. It was in the mail. Uh-huh. So when I got it, yeah, I got, what did I get in the mail? Um, I got something else in the mail. Oh, after they send it to you, they send you the card or something in the mail. That's what I got. Mm. But um, yeah, so <laughs> I'm not looking forward to that so but congratulations for that thank you thank you you. (laughs) you're welcome well since your dad's trying to pass on his advice to you like what would now where you're at in your career where you've come thus far like what would you be telling your younger self if you that you've learned that you if you could go back oh that's a great question um definitely set a goal and give yourself a timeline on when you want to accomplish that goal. Um, 
As far as styling, for instance, um, most people start by assisting another stylist, which I suggest, I highly suggest doing that because you make so many connections, um, things will move much faster for you. I feel that I assisted a little bit too long. I should have been focused. I always knew I wanted to, you know, have my own clients and all of that. Um, I should have set a deadline. You know what I mean? Like I should have always been doing things on the side as opposed to um, making the person I was assisting, like having their clients be my main focus. Do you know what I mean? Like I should have always been thinking forward about how I was going to transition. Well, are you considering like your own clothing line? Well, yes, I am. I have an online boutique right now and... So I do have things there. One of my goals is to do a collaboration with um, other brands. My online boutique is called Radker. And so I want to do like capsule collections with other larger brands um, like Revolve by Radker or Radker by Revolve. You know what I mean? Like those well, what's little- a capsulation? I'm not in oh, the industry. Oh, so a capsule, <laughs> a capsule collection is just a small collection of maybe 10 to 20 pieces. So it's not like a full season's line. It's just small, a few pieces. Like a, um, what do you call it? Um, uh, like the special edition. Yes, exactly. The special edition. Uh-huh. So that's that one thing cool. that I'm working on right now. Men, women, what kind women. of clothes? Yeah, women. And my, I, I want to be very size inclusive. I always say two to 22 okay. is the size range because, you know, we come in all shapes. We come in all sizes and everybody wants to look great. Everybody wants to feel good. Everybody wants to wear cool clothes, you know? Yes. So that's something that I have always been a champion of is everybody wants cool clothes. Stop making clothes, you know, stop only making designer clothes or nice clothes for size 12 and below. That's crazy. Yeah. 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 But let me ask you a question. If you could style someone. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> oh, who would you style? Michelle and- Obama. Really? What would you put her in? What would you put her in? Oh, well, uh, Queen, Miss Queen. Uh, She has such an amazing body. I would definitely put her in something form-fitting. And, you know, she has those arms that are just the arms. The arms. Um, So it would definitely, um, you know, show her beautiful curves. And, um, you know, she's so classy and she's so elegant. So it would be very in her, in her style, very classic and tailored and all those things. But yes, Miss, Miss Obama. Okay. Okay. I think I approve of that choice. Yeah, I do. (laughs) Thank you. I do. I mean, Renee was probably hoping for Oprah to come out of your mouth. (laughs) (laughs) Oprah would be great too. Yeah, but I but I can see you, Michelle, because she is just the epitome of class. Yeah. Just just from her speeches to the way that she walks. My God. The walk. Yes. With the arms. Yes. (laughs) 
everything. Yes. Just as everything. soon as you said it, like I had a flash and a picture of her and you standing next to each other. <laughs> yes, put that out there. Put that out there, yes. Antoinette. I, I usually like to... And, no, the stylist here. Oh. <laughs> all about me and Michelle. I was like, yeah, I can see me and Michelle stand, but where are we at? It's <laughs> like, I can see it. Yeah, me and Michelle somewhere. Right. Yes, that too. <laughs> oh my goodness, you're hilarious. <laughs> so like I, so, okay. So like I went out of state for, or out of city for school right and I was on set like a couple months ago and the one of the producers was saying how his son it like there it was going away to school and he was like yeah because my daughter didn't get out and I'm like what do you mean where are you from and he's like oh we're from LA and I'm like well what do you mean didn't get out? He's like, most people from LA, they don't get out. Da, 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 da. And I'm like, I thought that was just us from like our small towns, like didn't get out. Like you are out, you're in LA. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, it's so true. Leaving, I always say going away to college was so great for me because LA, we're like our own little bubble, yeah. you know, like there's no place like LA. No. And so leaving and seeing, you know, being in Michigan, I was like, oh, wow. Okay. Things are really different. (laughs) So yes, I totally understand. I know it's crazy. So we like to empower, you know, the next generation, and the new leading ladies that are coming up. Um, when you are coming up or still now, like who are your role models? Who do you look up to? Ooh. Besides Michelle. (laughs) Besides Michelle, right. Um, You know, ladies that are just bulldozing a new path. Um, We're about the same age, but Issa Rae is making such strides, you know, in television and showing. I love the fact that her show Insecure is about L.A., Because being from L.A., I knew, of course, I know every single place that, you know, they go to. Yeah. Um, And it's just great to see yourself on the screen, you know, um, as a young black woman. So any any woman who's just changing things, I'm a big fan of. So Issa Rae would be one. Um, You know, who I really love. I love Madonna because Madonna said, F you. This yeah. is what I want to do. This is how I'm going to do it. You know, and everybody was just in awe. So trailblazers. Yeah. Rule breakers. Rule breakers. Yes. <laughs> and I just saw something um, when um, Betty White passed. They said yeah. that uh, she had that, uh, I guess he was a tap dancer. And she said, get used to it. So what? You know, because she gave him extended time to be there so I think she's like a role model to me because it was like just deal with it like this is what I'm doing just deal with it so Betty White was a trailblazer I loved her absolutely I I had the opportunity to um work with her before really it was back in my assisting days, so I wasn't the head stylist but I still got to meet her she was so kind so lovely um it was around the time when she had that show on tv land okay which so yeah the Golden Girls, like the no, the um, it was Cleveland, Cleveland. Okay, do you remember that show? I do yeah. remember it. Okay, now was she funny, silly, just balls she was, of left? 
Or was she she serious? So she was just really nice and kind. You know what I mean? She was just very polite to everyone and really just, you could tell she was just a wonderful human being. Yeah. 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 So you worked with a home for boys um, to help them with their career paths. So fresh out of college, I worked at a group home. Okay, it's a group home. Yes. So I worked at a group home um, here in LA, in the Valley. And it was, you know, kids, boys from troubled homes that were placed in the group home for various reasons. And I was there um, for maybe about six months or so. Um, It taught me a lot. Uh, One of the other things I want to do is start a nonprofit for women coming out of domestic violence situations, women recently uh, released from prison. And working in the group home, it just shows you that everybody grows up differently. You know, thank God I wasn't in a situation where I had to be placed in a group home, but that's not everybody's situation. Like everybody doesn't, aren't taught things that we think are normal and regular, you know what I mean? Like, oh, of course you need to take a bath every day. You know, that's not everyone's experience. So uh, working in a group home, I learned that I wanted to help people whose living situation who weren't raised the same way I necessarily was, weren't afforded the same opportunities. I'm gonna ask a silly question. So I noticed that, California say the valley. It, just a silly question. You don't need to be polite. <laughs> Is that considered Sherman Oaks area yes. or further? Yes. Okay. Yes. Sherman Oaks is the valley, definitely. See, being from LA, it's always been this LA Valley War. I shouldn't say war, but (laughs) you know what I mean? Like if you're from the valley, you're from the valley. If you're from LA, you're from LA. And don't say you're from LA if you're from the valley. No way. Stop it. (laughs) Really? Yes. Okay, so good. Okay. I was like, is that Sherman Oaks she's talking about? Yep. Yeah. It is now it's hot. It's It's so hot. It's 10 degrees hotter always in the valley. valley. So Mm -hmm. in the summer, I feel so bad for them. I'm like, oof. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What were the age ranges? If I can go back for a second of the the boys in the home. The group home. Like, were they like middle school, high school? Oh, the age. I'm sorry. Uh, The age, they were from... 14 to 18. Okay. So teenagers. Oh, yeah. that's a nice age range. Yeah. It was young adults. Yeah. I mean, you know, some of them, they they had already been through a lot, more than a yeah. lot of adults by that time. So it was definitely a grooming age. Like they could have either tried to go the right way or you know once they're 18 they're out of the system they're adults yeah. but the program that I worked for they actually helped the kids transition so th- okay. once they hit 18 if they wanted to stay in the program they did have um housing for them that they could go to and help them get jobs and things like that which with my nonprofit, that's one thing that I want to do <clears throat> excuse me as well 
is I want to have housing set up for the women. I want to help place them into jobs, um, all that stuff. So yeah, the group home really, it, it, you know, it struck a chord with me. Is there someone that you wish you could have been there for? Is that why you like it's um, striking, striking a core, you know what I'm saying? You mean at the group home? Was there? No, like no, a- no. Like why you want to do your nonprofit? What's the name of your nonprofit? Um, I don't have a, well, I have a name, but I, I haven't trade. I haven't done all that yet. So oh, okay. Okay. I'll, I'll say that at a later time, but, um, I just, you know, traveling the way I've traveled and seeing just the way different people live. Like I was very blessed. And not everybody grew up the way I grew up. So I feel that one of the reasons I was put on this planet was to help other people. Yeah. You know, I hear that a lot, like that everyone, especially maybe at least because we're doing the podcast now, um, like everyone, it seems like everyone does want to help and everyone is, feels like they're here to pass on something. And it's the weirdest thing. Cause like, I have the hardest trouble asking for help myself, but then I keep hearing how everyone wants to help. And it's like, <laughs> there, no, I don't, there's like a disconnect. Yes. No, help me. <laughs> now, Forest with now is a thought. So Forest with your nonprofit question. Now, do you sew? No, I don't. So I can sew. I prefer not to. As far as clothing, right? Yeah, because yeah. that's something that you can teach the women how to right. make their own right. clothes. Right. And then y'all could do y'all little fashion show. Oh my God. Yes. You could have your own fashion show. So that <laughs> one of the things that I am gonna do is I wanna provide clothing to them. So when they're getting ready to go to their jobs, I wanna have, you know, bigger companies donate clothing to us. I also want to have, it will be a classroom situation where I'm going to have celebrity hairstylists come in, celebrity makeup artists, you know, other stylists come in. And if they want to get into entertainment in those jobs, there will be opportunity for that. But I also want to teach, you know, um, I want to have parenting classes. I want to have financial classes, which I always say, like, in school, we should have been learning how to do a budget. Not, yeah. Oh, yes. definitely. Our taxes. You know? <laughs> yeah. Instead of trade. We taught. Right. I, I don't use trade now. At like, all. Yeah. I don't, calculus. <laughs> I don't think I used it since the day I took my last trade test. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Out the door. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So I do want to, so you're absolutely right. Those classes and things like that, like that, I do plan to have investments, like investment property. Exactly. Your 401k, when you get to a job and you need to use it, like, what am I doing with this? Yeah, exactly. Yes. That'd be nice. I think that'd be really nice. But uh, yeah, I could see you having a um, fashion show and you showing off the things that you and your ladies made. Mm-hmm. I think I might even come because you said you'll have um, stylists there. So I may want to, yes. you know, <laughs> and makeup we artists. Can, we can incorporate Project One Way with Heidi Klum <laughs> there and you go. Ira Banks and America's yeah. Top Model kind of do like a- Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> we have oh, yeah. something for everybody. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be so much fun. Um. So, uh, 
Let me see. What is one of the single most traits that you have for women that are pursuing their entertainment uh, career? Like trying to get involved in the world because it's, you know, it's hard. Yes. When you don't know anything. Yes. Um, I would definitely say tenacity. Do not give up. Um, It is not easy. I just heard somebody say, um, what did they say? It's not an elevator to the top. It's a stairwell. Like you have to go through the process. Yes. So I would suggest any person that wants to be involved in entertainment, just keep going. Don't you need one? Yes. Yeah. So all the no's are fine. You just need one. Yes. And then also not paying attention to, because I know people get caught up, no offense, the followers, the likes, Yes. you know, because it's like, oh my God, if I don't get so many likes, I haven't gotten there. And it's not about the likes. You know, it's just continuing to do what you love doing and you're eventually getting there. It's patience. And like you said, you'll get your yes. And then it's aligning yourself with people that can get you the yeses, you know, just aligning yourself with the right people. That's the thing. Absolutely. Yeah. That's my little spin. Yeah, it's so true. I mean, social media has really change the game in a good way and a bad way I'll say um Mm -hmm. people that we necessarily would not have heard of or who necessarily would not have had the opportunities like created them for themselves created the opportunity for themselves which is amazing but then we have the downside which is the likes and the follows and people that means so much to people to some people Mm -hmm. um which you know, it's about the work. It's about the art. It's about yes. your passion. Yes. It's about, you know, like fulfilling your purpose. It's not about the likes. Right. Cause I've learned that you like people can scroll through your stuff, look through your stuff and just don't take that little exactly. second to like it. Exactly. Cause I'm just getting into Instagram and things like that. So I, I mean, you know, Antoinette, I can I barely, I, can get, I don't know. Cause I can barely put a picture up. Like she has to <laughs> tell me to share my screen and it's like, yes. click, click that button. And I'm like, what here, you know, and everybody knows that I can't do Instagram and things like that. And yeah, so it was a challenge for me, but I just learned that people can look through and see your stuff, but just not take that second to like it. And then I had to learn that that doesn't put the value of whatever you're doing. When I finally get the picture up, it doesn't, right. It doesn't, it doesn't validate my work or whatever I put up because somebody didn't take that minute to like. Absolutely. Yeah. That's, that's such a good point. I had to to say it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's hard. It, like that. I mean, there's a lot of like it's depression that's come out of it for yeah. a lot of people in this younger generation because mm-hmm. it's true. They're like, comparing while themselves. we're worried about the likes at our age. It's like at the same time, it's like ah, who cares? Yeah, yeah. It, that's exactly how I feel. I'm like whatever. Like I know honestly, I know for my job, I do need to be more active on Instagram and all those platforms, but I'm not. You know, I'm trying to create programs to help women. Like at the yeah. end of the day, I don't care about all that. Yeah. 
Well, I feel like my life is amazing. And well, if you really want to know what's going on in daily, I just need my personal drone that just follows me around all day. And then you can have my life story because guess what? if I'm not posting, that means something cool is happening. You know, yes. yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like if I have time to post, that means I have downtime, you yes. know, <laughs> totally. but it's a, it's, you know, a mind. F- <laughs> Yeah, no, it, it really a, is. Yeah, because I know I know my son, Corey, bless his heart, is here because he always mm-hmm. make jokes and stuff like that. And he's always like, yeah, he said Instagram can make you the, the toughest dude, the flyest girl. Yeah. <laughs> That's so and true. I'm like, and I'm like, whoa, I'm like, Corey, you talking about me? He's like, nah, big Doug, I ain't talking about you. I'm like, oh, I said, because you said it after I posted a picture. <laughs> So are you talking about me? <laughs> no, no, I'm on Dukes. No, I'm just saying people post who they supposed to be. I'm like, oh, okay. That's me. <laughs> That's awesome. I yeah. love that. But I think he's talking about me though. <laughs> he just won't like, ever I, admit I, it. I caught that shade. I yeah. That. Yeah. Cause right after I post a picture, didn't you bring this comment up? Right. Yeah. You talking about me? Oh, the duck? No, no, no. Love you? Like, nah, you talking about me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then my Bria, I remember I got a TikTok. Oh, and I put oh, my, right. oh, I put my TikTok on there, right? She called me. She's like, Mom, get off of TikTok. Mom, please get off of TikTok. You're embarrassing me. I'm like, Bria, you don't like it. She's like, Mom, get off of TikTok. Why? She said, you don't need, she said, somebody needs to handle your social media. Just like, oh. She said, get off of TikTok. She said, Jacob has a TikTok. Jacob is my grandson. He's oh. She said, Jacob has a TikTok. What are you doing with the TikTok? Get off. So I'm sitting there. I'm like, I think I called you up, Antoinette. I was like, should I have a TikTok? Yes, you should. Yeah, but she made me feel look, she made she said, take that down. Mom, take it down. You're a professional. You're supposed to have class. Take it down. So I'm sitting there with my phone and I'm like getting ready to leave. I was like, I'm not deleting that. Well, yeah, but now look though, like the kids, you know, with you know, families divorcing and stuff, and the moms on their Instagrams and stuff, you know, because they're trying to look hot and sexy and get a new bow. So it's like, but then their kids and their teenagers and they're embarrassed, you know, like that's a whole nother round. She called me after I posted it and said, (laughs) get off of TikTok, mom, get off. What did you post, Renee? What was it? Oh, it was, we were at work. Okay. And my nursing job, we was having fun. It's on my Instagram. I didn't take it down. And we were just having fun. We were practicing. And I said something about, I said, my boyfriend said that we don't do shit at night. And then, you know, we was just playing around. So my dog was like, oh my God, take it down. <laughs> she was like, Jacob, because Jacob is seven, is my grandson. She's like, Jacob has a TikTok. Mom, please take it down. Get off. And she was like, get off of TikTok. <laughs> I was like, oh, God. So I was like, oh, my God. You know, so she was right. like, you're supposed to be a professional. You don't have class. Get off of TikTok. That is too funny. Oh, my gosh. I kept it. I am good the for parent. you. I'm the parent. 
That's right. right. <laughs> Good for you. I'm the parent. <laughs> yes. That's too funny. Yeah. It, it, it's funny in my household with my kids. So, yeah. Oh, my goodness. Uh, so I forgot to do our rapid fire questions at the beginning. I know we didn't do it. We got so caught up in each other that I didn't get to it. So if we can do that now. Yeah. Okay. What is your favorite book? Hmm. Ooh. Oh, what is my favorite book? And the funny thing is, I'm an avid reader, so. Oh, there's too many choices. I think that might be why. What is my favorite book? Come back to me on that. Let me think about that. (laughs) Okay. That's not rapid fire, huh? No, (laughs) that's not rapid fire. That's not rapid fire. I'm surprised you didn't say Michelle Obama's book. That's true. Michelle Obama's book. Yeah. All right, we got one. Yeah, one. Okay. Your number one piece of advice for self care. Ooh, uh, massages. Oh. Mm, how often? I go once a month. I'm trying to bump that up to as often as possible. Oh, like okay. once a week. That would be ideal. <laughs> <laughs> what does that look like in the schedule? <laughs> right, exactly. <In> <laughs> Yes. Yeah. Okay. So what's one of the best piece of investment? What's the best investment you've made under hundred dollars in 2021? Under a hundred dollars? Gosh. My real estate course was more than that. <laughs> <laughs> right, um, right. So you gotta really think like what think about is it. a great buy. Under one hundred dollars. Oh, I know. I have been wanting to start a garden. So I bought some organic seeds. I have not started yet, but I did buy them in 2021. Oh, what seeds? What are you growing? Uh, lemons, celery, which we'll see how that works out for me. Kale oh. um, and tomatoes. Okay, I probably come past and pick the lemons. Yeah, right. Because <laughs> I like lemon in my tea, so I don't know where yes. they're coming. Get my lemons. Yes. <laughs> yeah, well, we'll be by picking stuff. Right. For sure. <laughs> I need some kale. I need some, right. you know. Yes. <laughs> you know, and when the pandemic hit, I totally thought, let me, this is where it's going to go. We're all going to have to start growing our yeah. own vegetables and stuff again. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I started clearing out my balcony <laughs> to get prepared. Yes. No, it's so true. I ain't doing it. I ain't doing it. Renee's like, uh-uh, y'all can have it. Yeah, I'll come to your gardens and pick from it. And yeah, I, I ain't got it. As far as I got was just the thought of doing it. Oh, okay. Right, I yeah. see, I bought the seeds. I have not started, but I bought the seeds. But okay. you started. You started. You know, you You're started. more there than I am. Yeah, you started. Yeah. yeah. Okay, if you could have coffee with one person, who would it be? Ooh, living or dead? Living or dead? Either. Doesn't matter. Ooh. Renee Page. (laughs) Right? Oh, my goodness. Um, uh, who's my favorite? Oh, um, 
what is her name? AOC. Oh. She's a, she's amazing. Okay. Um, what's the first thing you do every morning? Oh, um, I pray and I thank God and say the things that I'm grateful for every morning. Good. Nice. What's your favorite podcast? You know what? I... I don't listen to podcasts as often as I should. I do like a lot of audiobooks type Same. things. Like when I'm yeah. listening to things, I'm usually listening to something like that. Yeah, I'm with you on that. So it's weird that I'm doing a podcast now. No. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Last question. If you were to switch careers tomorrow, mm. what would you try? I've uh, urban planning like developing cities and like let mapping them out. That's something that I've been interested in lately. Like, oh, that's cool to figure out how you build a town. Mm-hmm. I don't have a lot of work. Uh, architect? Yeah. Uh, architect? Is that what you're saying? Or just? N- no, just planning a city. So oh, like oh, okay. picking, you know, deciding how... LA would be built like where do I put the roads where do I put the school like where's the neighborhood but you would put more lanes right in the street yes okay (laughs) we need them definitely yeah 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 yeah. so we can take so we can get don't block the plaza with so many trees that I can't see what's right. in the plaza. Like if you want yeah. me to come to your establishment or your business, I need to see who's here. Yes. <laughs> see, yes. and I would take all of those things into account. Oh okay, my goodness. Good. And then I drive by and I'm like, but I know it was around here. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh my yep. God. Yep. <laughs> yes. Right. Oh my goodness. Okay. Well, thank you so much for being here with us today. And once you launch this new clothing line and um, get the nonprofit going, we want to have you back. That would be amazing. Yes. My online boutique is live now. Oh, it is. Yes. So it's called Radker. It's R-A-A-D-K-E-R-R.com. And there's a lot of cool pieces, like very much my style. And- okay. Um, a variety of two to 22. So, because we're going to need some stuff for these podcasts. So. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. My wardrobe's going to run out quick. Yeah. Because I'm going to have this. <laughs> I'm going to have this on for the next for Oprah when she comes on. No, there you go. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so, where can everyone find you if they do want to do collabs with your capsule design? Yeah, absolutely. So, my website is monicacargal.com. On Instagram, I am at Monica Cargow. And um, yeah, that's the best way to reach out to me. My contact information is on, on both of those platforms. Yeah. Awesome. Right. Well, thank you so much. Um, and thanks to all of you for tuning in to this week's episode. Uh, for more information or our content, you can follow us on our social media at heapent. That's heap h-e-e-p-e-n-t and if you have feedback suggestions collab pitches or anything you want to tell us you can reach our team at heapent at gmail.com h-e-e-p-e-n-t at gmail.com and until next time stay tuned for the new release (laughs) thank you bye thank you ladies thank you